What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. What's swinging? So today, live in front of me, not live in front of you because it's recorded already, unfortunately, but in, enjoy it anyway, is uh, Ben Walker. Ben Walker, um, some people refer to you as Captain Ben. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into that. Um, anyway, I came across your Instagram. I was blown away. And then I got to meet you in New York uh, at the Onnit Durability class. And um, you uh, displayed some of your athletic attributes and whatnot there. Uh, quite a bunch we had there. So um, now we got you down here at the Jersey Shore on the podcast. Yes. Which is uh, a fantastic thing because it wasn't even that long ago I saw you in New York and I didn't even have the Steel Mason Asia podcast up yet. So, so much has happened with that, with you and everything else that's going on in the Steel Mason Nation community. So, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. Sure. And, um, you know, let's, let's get into this, man. So, right before we uh, queued up on the mic, we were just talking about this, like, crazy energy that's going on. There's something happening. I'm not sure if I could really put my finger on it, but uh, maybe you could explain it. Maybe together we could figure out what it is. But, um, yeah, it, it seems like we're gaining momentum with this modality. And I think there's a lot of good uh, quality steel mace tacticians uh, stepping up to the plate, such as yourself and, like, Ken over at Critical Mass and Jamie Pinto and everything. And uh, what, what do you think is um, going on there? It's – it's uh a building of of energy like any any kind of trend like it starts out with like one or two people doing it um and th then you know like three people see them doing it and then five people each see one of those three people doing it and just builds and builds and builds so we're, we're reaching the point now where um where you know it's it's not just trainers using the mace and and talking about it it's it's uh for lack of a better word, civilians, normal people, I don't know, uh, who, who, who are in it, in it for their own fitness goals and in it for their own practice. They're not trying to teach anybody. Yeah. Um, but they're just as passionate about it as all the trainers are. So they're wanting to put all that information out there. And the more, the more it gets out there, the more people see it and it just spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads. And so that's, that's where we're at now where it's like, it's starting to pick up and it's all, and it's just going to keep accelerating. Yeah, and that's one of the things I started to realize and why I wanted to start this podcast because I kind of wanted to uh, get these conversations going now before the next level, the next wave of people come, and then everybody kind of gets lost in the sauce. Just to sort of, what, what's our starting point? I mean, I, you know, the podcast started a little past, you know, Leo coming up with everything four years ago or six years ago, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's when he started. So. Uh, so we're like at a second stage of this rocket firing, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, so you basically, um, knowing a little bit about your background, you know, you were you were, you're still an actor, right? You're always not not so much anymore. No. That's more that's more on hiatus. Okay, now all right, but I, I see your acting skills do pay off well in your videos, and uh, you know, for the audience listening, you know, you got to go to Ben's Instagram. Because he does high-quality training videos that, I mean, you do a good job in less than a minute, you know? Like, you've got that <laughs> formula. You know, you got it down, man. But it you're takes like many takes. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, it's if you want to learn like little cool moves and stuff like that, and exercise routines and stuff you could do with the mace, uh, check out his Instagram. It's uh, built by Ben, and you know, I, I have a feeling with the engagement on Instagram that you're getting, and just you know, I think everybody's somewhat built by Ben a little bit, right? If you're yeah. a steel mace uh, flow person, they've probably seen you, so they got a little. That's been the crazy thing um, as this momentum has picked up. Because I remember when I first started, there was there was Leo and there was Eric. Mm. It's the only two people yeah. really putting stuff out there. So I was always like, this is inspired by Leo. This is inspired by Eric. This is inspired by Leo and Eric. This is inspired by Eric and Leo. It was like just different combinations of what they were doing. Um, and now that there's so many people who are at that same level that they were at when they first started... Um, it, it, it is it is crazy when someone's like, oh my gosh, yeah, this was inspired by Built by Ben. I was like, what me? <laughs> well, I'm I'm just some dude. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> I just like to play with the mace. Yeah, yeah. I think I, you know it's, it's going to take time for it to sink in or whatever. But um, you you definitely take to the practice readily, and and I know you put a ton of effort into it, and it shows in how you present your work and everything. Um, and you set that standard along with the other handful of people, you know, the Savage Six and so on. They're all, all you guys are doing that. And, you know, th I think the Mace community is, is really recognizing that. So that's pretty cool. And, you know, there's tons of workouts that you could do. And we know that it's almost limitless what you could do with the Mace. And, you know, it's just interesting talking to you because you're like, you're pretty well tuned in now. Like, what's coming up down the pike for you? Uh, is there anything that you see um, that you could possibly add to what we've already been doing with Mace? Is there mm. more? Is there more different workouts, stuff like that? That's a really interesting question. I'm not. I don't know about uh, predicting the future of where of where Mace will go. Um, there's definitely there's what I, what I'm excited to see is because the the thing that helped me grow the most was creating my own workouts. Yeah. And you know of course there was like well I'll do ten reps of each of these five things for five rounds or I'll do like thirty seconds on thirty seconds off. Um, but then I, I kind of it, it exhausted that possibility as I was creating my workouts. So then I I came up I'd come up with all these things like I did one that's called Flow Mom where you flow for two minutes. You can choreograph it, or you can, um, or you can improvise, and then you, at the end of those two minutes, you jump into an imam. So it's like flow for two minutes, and then you've got a minute to do like four to ten reps of these three exercises, and whatever's left is your rest, and then you go back into the flow for for two minutes, yeah. uh, or something like. Um, taking a heavy mace and a light mace and to choreographing a flow that's suited for each of those and then alternating between the yeah. two. Um, stuff like that where, you know, I, I mean, I, I see myself as a, as, a very, as a very creative person when it comes, like my workouts are my creative outlet. Right. Uh, so I'm really excited to see, to see the people take it to the next level because ultimately, and I had this conversation with a client recently, my, my duty as a teacher is to make my students better than I am. So that's what I want to see yeah. is like I'm I'm coming up with all these all these workouts. I'm I'm pushing the envelope as much as I can um in my own personal practice with my clients with 
uh, with my the class that I teach, which actually that's the funny thing is none of my clients come to me because they want to lose weight or they want to get strong. It's they want to get better at the mace. And yeah. you, when I think about it, it'd be way easier if they just wanted to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> like, oh, I could... I could do that so easily, right? But the, but they they really they challenge me so much mm-hmm. yeah. creatively. Um, like even one of my clients is a with honors certified steel mace coach, steel mace flow coach. Uh, so having having to come up with stuff that's still challenging and entertaining for him when like his sword swings are better than mine, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so th- that's what I what I'm interested to see in the future is is how how structuring steel mace workouts evolves because you really are only limited by your creativity and right. everyone else has a different a different flavor of creativity yeah. and then even looking at creation we think about creation often as creating something out of thin air but more often than not creating is uh assembling known things in unknown combinations so i want to see what happens yeah. with all of that like someone's going to do something mind-blowing with maybe like a workout formula that I've already done, and then they like, oh well, I could tweak this, tweak this, tweak that. And now it's a whole different workout. Yeah. And I want I want that person to then come and teach me. So that that's what I'm looking forward to is is the more more people who are going to start pushing the creativity of what what people are doing with this tool. Yeah, and I and I think you know there's definitely room for that. It'll just be what what is it? It's a mystery, but that's what's so fun about it. And you know you you made a good point about when you're coaching somebody and um, you know, they want to learn the skill, they want to develop the skill. Um, and I've, and it's challenging because I've been in this spot before where somebody just wasn't quite getting something. And I was getting a little frustrated because it didn't, I, but you know what? I caught myself and I said, who am I frustrated at them or me? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the way I'm going about teaching it. Maybe what I'm doing worked yesterday for the other person. But for this person, I gotta know my audience. I gotta know what, you know. So you gotta really go deeper to get a a feel for who you're teaching. This is this is that type of modality. Yeah, because even if you think about cueing a, a squat, you know, when when you get up, when you come out of the squat, you want to lock your hips out. Okay, so say, hey, lock your hips out. They're still not doing it. Okay, when you get to this uh, top of your squat, tuck your hips. Hey, squeeze your butt at the top of that squat. Hey, squeeze your pee muscle at the top of that squat. <laughs> that's that's what was that? Four different ways to cue the exact same thing. Right, right. So you have to find, and this would happen in my, uh, I guess a lot of people know by now that I, I was an actor. Um, in my in my theatrical training, I'd have either acting teachers or voice teachers tell me something, and I'd go, oh my God, that's what so-and-so told me last year, and I had yep. no idea what that meant, yeah. and now I understand it. Yeah. There's even stuff about dance that, uh, I remember reading, reading Becoming a Supple Leopard by Kelly Starrett, and reading that and going, oh my gosh, that's what my dance teacher was talking about. Yeah. And it and so it is, it, like you have to be creative as a coach as well, not just with your workouts, but in how you talk to your client because it, it is, um, it's Julian Pinot says coaching or training is teaching someone to squat. A coach teaches that guy to squat. Yeah, very good. So yeah. that, is, that is the thing. And that's exactly what you're talking about is when the, if they're not getting it, it's not their fault. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look at yourself first and be accountable to that. And then you know you, that, that's a good point too um, about basically you know I I once had somebody say to me that they were interested in motivational speaking and they would like to do it. And I said, why don't you do it? And they said, um, well, there's so many people out there already doing. What's what can I say that they haven't said? 
And it was kind of like what you just pointed out. It's you. You're the unique thing that's different. So you say it, and then it'll connect with other people. The same thing won't connect from said from somebody else. So don't put yourself into a corner and don't self don't limit yourself. You want to get out there and do something, just do it because it's you're the unique thing. And I think that presents itself very much with steel mace. Everybody's doing a sword swing or uh, you know a, a lateral lunge and making a the same movements, but then when you look at two people side by side, there it looks different, but the same. Exactly, exactly, and that's the that that's the thing that's so cool. Like it's even like like Zach uh, Frankenlegs on Instagram put out a thing where like this is a video of what I call East Coast style. Yeah, I was like, there's even regional styles to right. this. Right. What? But then that and that too is like a great example of where this is going. Because I mean, there's like an East and a West Coast style IPA. So now there can be like an East and a West Coast style steel mace, steel mace flow. Yeah. And and it'll continue to to evolve yeah. like that. Uh, I think that was fantastic when he put that out. And he po- you're right. He pointed that out. And it's like, damn, this is cool. This is co- really cool. He's got a keen eyesight. I, I, his name has popped up on this podcast like multiple times in a row. <laughs> he still hasn't even been on yet. That's the thing. Leo, <laughs> when I was on Leo's, he asked me, like, who's who's inspiring you right now? And I was like, well, Zach. And he's like, okay, who who else, though? That's not fair. Because he, like, I think of, of everyone, uh, he's... Like he's the one who's operating at the highest level of of creation. Yeah, there it's it's so it's so inspiring to watch because it's just it, you can see his love for it. Like even in that there was one he was like, "I'm just gonna make circles." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could see him smiling as he's doing it. And right. Like yes, that that's the kind of energy I want to be around. Yes. Right. Yeah, and you know, um, what. Let's tell the audience uh, what's happening here anyway, uh, talking about being around that energy. You, two days ago, you hit up everybody on Instagram, uh, on the East Coast pretty much, Yeah. from Philly from to New York and everything. And it's like, hey, guys, we, we got to just get together like in a couple days. I'm, I'm feeling something. And it, you know, Ken over at Cattle Critical Mass is like, let's meet here. Let's meet here. It's like central location. So that's what's happening. Um, Steel Mace Fight Club. Yeah, it's we can't talk about it. Can't talk, talk about, about what? It. What happened? Talk about what, what happened? I don't know what I mean. But in this gathering is um, guys coming up from Philly. So you got Philly Mace. You got Jamie Pinto. You got Man Bun coming up from South Jersey. Charles. Charles. As well. And um, Wrecking Ball. Uh, Nico. Yeah, yeah. And then there's yourself and Blake from North Jersey. And me and Ken from... Uh, Jersey Shore. I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Am I missing anybody? I think that's everybody. So I, I'm thinking, sorry if it's not everybody. Yeah, you're, I, you're special. We love you, <laughs> even if we didn't say your name. Right. And and you know, so we're just getting together just to blow this out. And I said, somebody come on the podcast, and you jumped on it. And then I said, screw this. I'm calling my video guy. This has to be documented. So I'm thinking probably by the time he gets done editing the video, and we'll have this podcast drop in the same time. As that, so oh, it's gonna be like a mass marketing yeah. promotion of East Coast yes. steel mace going on. Yes, I'm, I'm big on speed of implementation. That's a thing I got from the strong coach. Um, yeah, tell me it, about that. It aligns very much with. Uh, I, I found this out recently. My communication style is a called controller, which is basically uh, team get shit done. It's like let's stop whining about the problem. Let's fix the problem now. Uh, and that, and then a big thing in the strong coach is. 
you learn something, do it. Start implementing now. Um, so that was the thing as I was home and I was sitting there and I was just like, wait, they're all here. I've got nothing going on Monday or Tuesday night. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> so I, that was my thing. I was like, yo, motherfuckers, let's make this thing happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, and it's, it's just cool. Like how, how to watch it build, even just in that message of like more people getting added and then yeah. like, Oh, we're going to podcast. Oh, by the way, we're going to do a video. Oh, by the way, we might do a group podcast at some point. <laughs> right. Like that's, and it's cool. Cause that's like how, how, how stuff works when you, when you actually start doing it. Cause you can, um, it's, I, I really like coming back to the Zen parable of the poison arrow. The guy gets shot by a poison arrow. And his friend's like, okay, we got to get this. And he's like, wait, what's the arrow made of? Wait, what kind of poison is it? Wait, what are the fair, what are the feathers uh, that are fletched on the arrow? Wait, who shot me? Where was that person trained? And then he dies because it was a poison arrow. Right. So, like, you can't wait for things to be perfect. Like, it could have, it could have been, uh, like, I could have, like, had in my head already, like, well, I need to wait until, like, I have a space so I can host it and tell everyone to come here. Right. But I was just like, hey, let's, let's, let's get together. Who's got ideas? Right. And then, and then an idea formed, and now we're gonna have this epic night. Yeah. So that that's the thing, because it's again, it's something I read where like when you get an impulse, you have five seconds to act on it, and then it goes away. Really? So that was the thing. I got the impulse. I was like, my phone's right here. I'm gonna shoot these guys, all these guys' message, and and let's make this happen. You just better make sure that's uh, like a. Qua- a- a healthy impulse. <laughs> yes, yes. So there, there is sometimes. Be you, careful you get, what you act on. Yeah. So you've got you basically you've got five seconds to check it. Yeah, yeah. That should be enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, time. yeah. Five five seconds is enough to figure out to figure out. If Maybe that's where criminals come from. They're like, they're slow in that processing. Yeah. They, they, they need longer. They need like twenty seconds. Yeah. Their their speed of implementation is too high. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. So, but now you're a strong first, um, strong first, uh, strong coach. Yes, the strong coach. And Holy how shit. long have you been doing that for? I uh, I did the program from November to February. I was class four of the strong coach. What um, does class four mean? I was the fourth class. Oh, I'm sorry. To go All through right. it, so it started in June or July. Serena Steel Mace Gypsy was the first uh, Steel Mace person to go through the strong coach. Yeah. She did it. Then Leo did it. Then I did it. Ah. Um, and it was partly it was watching them that made me want to do it. And then I texted Leo. I was like, "Leo, I want to do this, but money." And he yeah. replied, "Fuck that money, Ben. You, you have it to spend." Yeah. So I did, and I, it cost exactly how much money I had. Yeah. Um, and I, it was worth it after the first week. It was incredible. The like the transformation I started experiencing, because um, what and now and now full disclosure, I am a coach for the Strong Coach. I work in the Strong Coach incubator program where uh, when coaches don't have the money to jump right into the program, but they want to do the program, we put them in a group and we coach them on how to receive that money as soon as possible so that then they can do it. And we've had, we've got, we've had two people graduate so far. We've been doing it for about six weeks and we've got two more that started making payments. So it's working. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, and then what, what we do in the strong coach is the first half is personal development. So it's figuring out, like, where are you settling in life? What are your goals? How do you make a goal? How do you make a goal that's actually powerful that you can really be passionate about? And then how do you know, like, what are the goals that you actually want to make? Like, what are, like, I mean, I spent, uh, you know, four years in school and then f- four years out of school pursuing what I thought was my dream, right? theater, and then realized, oh, no, that's a dream. I need to pivot. Yeah. So then how do you make goals that you're not going to need to pivot from? 
and once and then we get into like language taking out soft talk how to get a better perspective on reality and the stories that you tell yourself because humans perceive the world in stories right so understanding that and once we've been through that where we've, we've you've gotten your own house in order then we jump into in the second half of the program marketing and certain business practices and your relationship with money that's a huge one yeah because so many so many just people not just coaches but i mean a lot of coaches have an issue where it's like okay i'm gonna ask you for money now (laughs) and it's so scary and but like money's imaginary yeah it only exists because we all agree it exists so it's like there's no point in giving all that weight to it and but but then everyone's got their own relationship with money so you we we do a journal exercise to help you figure that out what like where what specific type of of lack of health around your relationship with money do you have and i mean personally with that i i started charging like double or triple what i was charging and no one none of my clients batted an eyelash i haven't had anyone turn me down yet wow from that good which which is was great i mean the first time i did it when i was like hey you've been paying me like just under 200 uh Here's a three and a five and a seven hundred dollar option, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do the five hundred one." Uh, what, when are we meeting next week? And that was it. And I was like, "Okay, here's here's my Venmo. Let's do this." Right. Um, and that all came from from the practices that I learned in that program, because um, I was in a really a really frustrated, uh, uninspired place. I'd had a very frustrating audition season, and I'd, I'd managed to book some really good work, but the whole time I was doing it, I was I was miserable. Even though like one of these theaters was one of the best ones in the country that I'd been idolizing, and I got there and I was like, oh, this is, there's just as much crap here as you know the the middle of nowhere, you know, Squirrel County players that right. that some people work at, where they're getting you know they're paid peanuts here, getting paid a whole bunch more, but it's just there's just as much stupid crap going on. Now, were you perceiving that stupid crap? more because you were sort of in a negative place already or was it just really that bad it 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 was part of it i'm sure that there's some of it i i blew out of proportion um something also that i caught on to is um so i was i'm in the the actors union still um and there because actors have so very little power you know, like the whole the whole job depends on what someone else thinks of you. Yeah. So it could be you can be the most talented person in the world, if but if uh, if like if you're a girl and you're five nine, but the guy they hired for the lead is five eight, you're not going to get hired. You, right. Like they need someone shorter, and it doesn't matter that you're the best one. Yeah. Or your hair color could be the wrong color, or you they might have not had their coffee yet, so they they like were glazed over during your audition. There's all kinds of reasons yeah. why you get no. So there's so little control. So then as soon as you give an actor a little piece of control, we milk it for all it's worth. So there were a lot of things that I noticed at this theater that I myself was getting caught up in um, that that had nothing to do with the art. Like art wasn't happening anymore. And, I f- and again, I fully registered that like, I, like my head was up my ass as well. Um, I was definitely one of those people who was like, okay, we have 60 seconds before our five-minute break. We better get it. Like, oh, I'm going to raise hell if, if we go, you know, five seconds over. I was totally – or there was one girl we were uh, – half the cast was rehearsing on one floor and then half the cast was rehearsing on the other floor. And the top four 
we finished, we got put on a five, and we were going to go down to rehearse with the other group. And she sat down and said, oh, well, uh, I'll, I'll go down when my break's, when it, when, when my break's over. I'm not going to walk down the stairs on my break. Like that, that level of, wow. of, of, of be, yeah. being so legalistic yeah. about an art. Right. And it, a lot of that, I just I didn't enjoy that. And the thing was, I, I'd, I was ending up at different theaters where I was still experiencing that. So even if I did get out of it, that energy was still around me. Um, so that, that was part of the thing that I wanted to get that I, that I was out of alignment for me that I was really frustrated with is being around these kinds of people. Yeah. Um, cause you know, you're, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And when you're in a show that cast, you know, that it's an eight hour job, eight hour a day job, yeah. sometimes more, yeah. um, where you're spending all your time with those people. So yeah. that was the energy that I was in. Um, whereas then I, I started doing the strong coach and it was immediately different, even though I, w I didn't meet any of them in person for a long time. The, the energy on the group calls was different. The energy that I was experiencing as I did the exercises was different. And then that changed how I showed up in my life. Right. Like I, uh, Danny helped, Danny Rios, who's the, the head coach of the Strong Coach, helped me create this mantra of I work from inspiration. And I walked into the gym that day and I was empowered by this incredibly clear sense of purpose where like my, my workout was incredible. I was creating all these different things that I, that I wanted to try. And then I was coming up with workouts. I, that's, that's right around when I started, um, doing my workout breakdown videos because I was working from inspiration and because I, I set that identity for myself that when I work, it is from inspiration that then made all of my work come from inspiration. And that's when I, well, I, how I was able to unlock my own creativity. And that was all through this crazy ninja Jedi stuff that we do in the Strong Coach. <laughs> yeah, so you, you're putting a name to your inspiration, a face to your inspiration. Uh, you got the, the, that connection. It's like your home, your home base, right? You're operating from, you have a base of operations. It's inspiration. So every time you set forth to do something, you have that going in your mind. That it's, it's inspiration. It's inspiration. That's really cool. I think that's that's unbelievable. Actually, it's so simple, yet so profound. Yeah, because we humans are so good at, at complex things. I mean, we've even like really our brains have have like outpaced our body in terms of evolution. Because yeah. you know, you look at like, oh, we can make all these cities. We can make these cars. We can make these really comfy chairs that you never want to get up from. We can make these black mirrors that you stand hunched over, <laughs> you know, staring at. So you start to, like, your eyes start to hurt. You're looking at your screen for so long. It's like, look at all this cool stuff we can make. But is it any good? Yeah. Is it actually good for you as a human, as an animal? Right. So that's the thing is, like, we get, we get you know, all caught up in, in our own beautiful... Uh, complexity of all these things that we can think up that we forget about the simple stuff. And sometimes it can be sitting there and going, I work from inspiration. And stuff like that is the lowest hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. It's so low, it's in the ground, like it's a turnip. Yeah. You could just bend over and be like, ha, there it is. That's the thing I need to do. It really is that simple. Yeah. 
And is that what you just did, the breathing exercise? Is that part of with the coaching that they teach you? That, yes, yes. So for every you? for every goal that you make, you come up with one to three mantras for that goal. And these mantras are um, like who you have to be, the characteristics, how you have to show up yeah. to achieve this goal. And then you add in the breath work, a four count inhale and a six count exhale, because that puts your body into the rest and digest and learn state. So you learn that identity mm -hmm. as you're breathing. Cause sometimes you might say it and your body rejects it. Mm -hmm. Like I've even, like there have been people like when I, when I'm mentoring someone who's going through the program, <clears throat> they'll be like, Oh yeah. Like I tried to say them and like, I can't say them. It doesn't feel right. Wow. And that's the thing is you have to breathe into that and tell your body, no, we, we are learning this new identity right here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're very resistant to change for whatever reason. Our body, it's a self, I guess, it's, yeah, it's um, a self-protection type mechanism. But you're, you're jumping over that barrier by doing that, slowing everything down, breathing, and I guess sort of you're wiping the, the board clear and just focusing on that one thing. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. Now, uh, who is strong coaching best suited for? Like who's the, the best audience for this? Is it age group, male, female? Um, the best audience is, is any coach who wants to take their business to the next level or a coach who, who has big dreams but doesn't know how to implement them. Like maybe you're still working, slaving away, doing floor hours at a corporate gym, or maybe you're a, a freelance trainer trying to get people to show up to your park workouts. Those, or, or it could even be you're a wildly successful gym owner who has no life outside the gym and okay. you're, you know, you're spending all day at the gym. You come home and you think about the programming for the workouts and all that stuff. It's like that. The program will show you how, how to create that ideal business that works exactly for you. Like for example, Danny had a, a 10 year goal of, of his gym running by its, by itself running without him. So he could go back to Mexico and he did that in six months mm -hmm. using like he coached my strong coach class from Mexico because wow. he, he like enacted that goal in the middle of our, of right. my class. Yeah. <laughs> so the program is really, is any, any coach who who is hungry for for growth to turn and to turn their business and not just their business but their entire life into exactly what they want it to be because we, we, we do an exercise in the beginning of the program called your perfect day where you write down from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed what your perfect day is like who do you where do you wake up right. who do you wake up with what kind of coffee do you drink do you work at all do you coach anybody i don't know let's find out right. um and since then aside from three things i've lived my perfect day there's no mountain house yet my girlfriend wasn't there and uh it wasn't a spontaneous barbecue. I'm, oh, the spontaneous barbecue was so important. I want that so bad. Uh, but that's that's the thing is like, I finished the program in February and then like beginning of July, I lived a perfect day for except for those things. And it was just using those. Like, I mean, here's, here's the thing. I, an intention I set, I told Danny this on my initial discovery call. I was like, Where, who do you want to be? I was like, I want to be the, all caps, underlined, steel mace coach in New York City. All right. 
And last week I taught the biggest class New York, steel mace flow class New York City's ever seen. Yeah. So that's all happened because of the strong coach. And I'm still geeking out about it. It yeah. sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm I'm like enamored by by how crazy it yeah. is that that's actually happened. No, no, there, there's a lot of uh, I, I'm you know I saw it on on uh, Instagram. I've been watching closely. Um, I saw when uh, Stephen Birch, Birch and Braun integrated with you. I remember when Leo. Uh, if, I think it was a post he put up about something about coaches working together. There was something he said about that. And and all these little points, I'm boom, boom. And then all of a sudden there's this post and you got 16 people at Central Park. And I I can't help but think that that number is going to be double maybe by the end of the summer. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Stephen and I were talking about it as we were leaving. Um, you might even do better by fall because the, it'll just get cooler. You'll get those people that are like, oh, I don't like to sweat. Yeah, they'll come out. You know. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We're like, we're gonna, we're gonna like need to, to we're gonna need to to like to start expanding. I mean, I've only got so many maces. I've only got so much strength to pull those maces because it's on. I coach classes on top of the Great Hill in uh, Central Park, and it's got that name for a reason. <laughs> and I have a hand truck. That I pull all my maces around with me, and uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't. That can only hold three hundred pounds, so there's, there's a limit. There's a oh, man. I'm forgetting the name of the myth now, or the not the myth, the, um, the Greek. Oh yeah, is it Sisyphus? Sisyphus. Yeah, the guy's got to pu- push the, the boulder up the yes, hill and push. Well, like, you know that's what I that's Sisyphus. what I do it every day. I walk up the last class because I brought some heavy maces for me to play with as well yeah. before the class. So I hauled up like 180 pounds of maces and then brought them all back down. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we might, we might have to expand. We'll see because, uh, like the word is spreading around Steven's circle. Cause he's, um, he's going to like a, a trade school right now, learning about being a personal trainer. Right. So he's got a lot of his, his fellow classmates who are interested. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in and then, um, the pe- the people who came in because they knew me, they're telling their friends and bringing them in. Um, so yeah, it, it it very by the end of the summer, it could possibly be a multi day yeah shenanigan. Yeah, we'll you, you're you're gonna probably need more coaches there, just you know, uh, division of labor, just to so you can make sure that everybody's you know getting helped and everything. Yeah, because just just me and sixteen people scares the crap out of me. That's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That would be so. Such a shenanigan to, yeah. try to like make sure that everyone gets individual attention. But remember, the more you do it, the more you'll get better at it. Exactly. I just did a, a workshop with Kelly Manzone, who's um, Kells Bells 88. Yeah, up yeah. In Connecticut, and she, there were 16 people in the class. And she was such a smooth teacher. She was in the front of the room correcting somebody. And somehow another eyeball was on me. And she corrected me, too. And I would made a note of that. I said, mm-hmm. well, I want to be like that. That's the next level move. Yeah. And the trick is with that, um, I learned this, this gym I just left, Mark Fisher Fitness, um, which if you're looking, if you're looking to have a, a unique and entertaining workout experience, I cannot recommend that place more highly. It's, it's inc- an incredible place to work. Uh, but one of our, um, one of our like our, our standards for classes is that you had to say every ninja we call them ninjas every ninja's name three times and give them a specific piece of feedback every time you say their name. Wow! And that that's something I've taken with me. We're like I'm making an effort. Like I play a name game at the yeah. beginning. That's and you know that's a little icebreaker as well. But it's also like okay, your name's Vivian. 
your name's Scott. And I say it like I say them to myself as they're going so that then when I come up to them, I'm able to say their name. Yeah. Because uh, Dale Carnegie writes somewhere that in How to Win Friends and Influence People, they're like, your own name is like the sweetest sound yes. you'll ever hear. Right. And it means that, that, that whoever's saying it actually cared enough to learn your name. Yeah. So then, yeah, have, being able to be like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, Susie, hey, hey, uh, tuck, tuck that shoulder in. Yeah, great job, Susie. You look great. Yeah. That, that is like the, the next level coaching thing when you can almost be omnipotent. Right. watching everyone at once and also be able to say their name yeah. when they when they do it. Well, you're you're reading all the right books, man. I, I read that book too and and that another if I could just throw on top of that is most people don't remember names and we get we get used to that like not like you know when a person doesn't remember a name we're like, "Yeah, I know. It's hard. Yeah, I know." When somebody does remember your name, you do notice. It's like, "Damn, that guy noticed my name pretty damn quick." Yeah. Like like I was here for two seconds and he's calling me by my name and nobody does that. Yeah, you, so. you coaches, you want you want client retention. Learn their names. Yeah, learn their names and say their names as often as possible. Because I even have this like my worst fear is is going up to someone like, "Hey Jeff, that looks so good." My name's Billy. The, oh, that <laughs> right. Right. that that's my worst fear as yeah. a coach. Or even worse, like, "Hey Jeff, that looks good." My name's Alice. Uh, yeah. That that's even <laughs> yeah. oh even worse. Um, where was I going with that? But yeah, the, like the the just taking the effort to mm-hmm. do that. Oh, what I was saying is sometimes my my fear is sometimes when I'm like I'll even know I'll know someone's name and I'm still just scared to say it. Yeah. Just because I'm scared. Like there's that five percent chance yeah. that I'm wrong. But uh, you know, put, that's a level of discomfort to push through. Mm-hmm. Like that the res- the like the process gives you feedback of like where where the resistance is. Yeah. Then that's you know like Buffalo Run headfirst at the storm. Like okay. Ah, uh, George. Yes. Okay, I got it right. Got it. I got it right. <laughs> um, so, co- coaches who are who are nervous about saying someone the wrong name, ultimately, it's not going to be the end of the world if you do. So, try it. Right. And if you get it right, it's going to be a huge payoff. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. There you go. Yeah. What's going to happen if you get their name name wrong? They're not going to hit you with something. Hopefully not. Guaranteed, you won't forget their name yeah. after that. Yeah. So now those classes that you're doing are on Thursday nights? Thursday night, 6.30 at the Great Hill in the north end of Central Park. It's around 106th Street. Okay. And I think I remember how that manifested. Like you were trying to find your way into some gyms and there's a little bit of resistance there, right? Yeah. um, And you just said, screw it. I'm just doing it at the park. Exactly. The the biggest thing that held me back was the idea that I needed to I needed a gym yeah. to do this cuz I mean I've even I would even use that as a selling point to like when I was first starting out for uh private clients like hey I can go anywhere like I'll come meet you at your, your apartment. Right. Um and I think actually my very first steel mace client I live in I lived in Harlem and I would go to Brooklyn which any New Yorkers know that that's like going to a different country. Yeah. Uh to to train him. I would just train him in Prospect Park down there. Um but then somehow there was still this idea that I needed a gym. Yeah. Um, and I tried in a couple places. I tried at a corporate gym and actually got a class rolling, but there was like hardly any any support right. from them. Um, and I, I came close with some other ones, like some really big name places. But ultimately, like I hadn't I didn't find anywhere that wanted a mace program. I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, we'll try. But there was nowhere that was like, oh, my gosh, can you come teach a MACE program, a MACE class here? Uh, and I think that, that's, the, that's the main thing. Like, there, there was this guy, uh, I forget his name. He just won a Tony Award uh, for Hadestown. 
And he said, I've lived my life by three rules. I forget the other two, but the first rule he said was, fill your life with people whose faces light up when you walk into a room. Yeah. And for something like this, that's that's what you need a gym to do when you walk in. Like, it's not, it's going to be really hard to get it going if a gym is like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. Right. Um, and ultimately, that's all I was getting from from gyms. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll try it. Um, or it was gyms where that just wasn't the right market for, for steel maze. Right. And it took a while of beating my head against that wall before I finally like, okay, that's not going to happen. And I was sitting there, I was like, screw this. I'm going to do it in the park. And I threw a thing up on my Instagram story, tagged a couple friends and they all showed up. I sold the class out and, uh, and it all like every, 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 the way that everything's been picking up with that class is from an Instagram story post saying, Hey, everyone come to strawberry fields. We're doing this this time. Shoot me a Venmo. We'll make it happen. And, and, uh, and go, going beyond that story of, Oh, I have to have a gym. And it's like, it's gotta be a cool gym where like, I'm, I get status by saying I'm a coach at that gym. Um, like taking that ego and throwing it aside and like, it doesn't matter. Right. And it's actually better not being at a gym. It's so like, it's so fun for everyone to be able to spread out yeah. on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I love that. And then there's people watching. So like that's free marketing right there. There's people walking right. by. I've had like, I had some dude just like, I was joking around. I was like, Hey, any of you sitting on the bench want to come join? And some dude came up and picked up a mace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it, there's so many ways where that's working way better than it would have been if I was teaching it at a gym. Yeah. So that was the thing is I is going, I'm tired of, of gyms not picking me. I'm going to pick myself and I'm going to go to Central Park and just do it. I love it. I love it. And you know, what'll be funny is, you know, classes get bigger and bigger and some gym goes, holy shit, maybe a few gyms do this and all of a sudden you start getting hits. Exactly. Hey, do you want to teach that at our gym? Exactly. And then I was like, okay, here are my conditions. Boom, right there. Because if you want me, this <laughs> yeah. is what this is what we will have to do. I would love This it is if how that high you there. will jump. Yeah. That but would be amazing. I have I've got my I've got that intention set in my head already. Yeah. Because it's so easy then uh to be like, oh yes, I'll do whatever. Right. Um so they, having to like stand up for myself there and say, well, no, th this is the, what the profit split will be. You will have a drop in so that my people don't have to buy a membership. Right. Uh, and and you will allow me to sub in coaches as I see fit, because that's the other thing is uh, I like to travel. So sometimes I'm not going to be there. Yeah. And right. That was why I contacted uh, Steven in the first place. Like, yeah. Well, I don't want this momentum to go. I'm going to need someone to cover the class. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to. Like my, my mission statement that I learned how to come up with in the Strong Coach, subtle plug, uh, is inspiring the Steel Mace community to pursue continuous evolution. So part of what I want to do is raise other people up, other coaches up. And I didn't know this until last week. Steven had never coached a, a Steel Mace Flow group class before. Oh. That was his first Holy one. Holy shit. And he killed it. Yeah. He was so good. Yeah. It was amazing to watch. And I had no idea. I would have never guessed. That, that that he'd never taught on that scale before, but that's that's what I'm that's what I'm here for is raising yeah raising up everyone yeah it's the best way to be man you know the, I I think like human beings for the most part are always like thinking they have to be in competition with each other over everything 
And when you stop doing that and realize that, like, you know, properly networking and and reaching out across the aisle or whatever you want to call it and saying, hey, how can I help you? You know, what 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 do you need to succeed? You know, don't worry about yourself. Just worry about helping others that are in the same, I guess, hemisphere as mm -hmm. you, at least. You have some uh, cooperation with each other and everything. I mean, that's the, way, that's the way it works. And that's the way our society is actually built, by people working together. But then once we get to this level, it seems, well, now everybody's just fighting for their little piece. And, and, and it goes against our own evolution, too, because the reason... Another book, we're just going to drop all, all these books, uh, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. Best book I've ever read. It's incredible. Uh, one of the things he says is that a big reason why humans got to be where we are is our ability to form groups mm -hmm. and to be able to to contemplate things that don't physically exist. So we can we can we're the only like species that can that can form such large integrated cooperative yeah. groups. So like co cooperation is in our nature. And then you look at the word competition. Uh, competition comes from a Latin word, competir, which means to journey together. So the whole point of competition is in order to find out how good you actually are, you need someone next to you yeah. who's also that good pushing you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and that's, like, and that's the thing is that class would have been half as big if Stephen wasn't part of it. Right. He, he, just as much as me, he was a reason why that class was that big is the, the cooperation. And I had, a, there was a little bit, of, there's a little bit of, you know, it's like like giving your baby to someone else to hold. Right. Brie feels like, oh, this is, I don't know, this is a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to let you do it. And, and then it was great. Yeah. And the, the class was fantastic, and yeah. I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I did have that, there was that little bit of like, but this is my thing. Yeah. But at the same time, in order for that to to succeed to the level that I want it to be, it can't be my thing. Right. It has It has to be shared. Yeah, and then that whole sharing process, if when it's the right person or people that you're doing it with, it's a little easier to hand that ball over. Obviously, yeah. if it's if you're so apprehensive apprehensive that your fingers are digging into your and you're like ah and they're they have to rip it. All right, maybe that's not the right person, you know. So obviously, you have to be wise in how you go about collaborating with people. Um, Nothing wrong with that. That's all part of the process. But once you have that, run with it, man. Oh, yeah. And, right? I mean, that's the – I mean, Steven's a steel mace flow with honors coach, so I had no no hesitation Yeah. in having him. I was just like – I was just like, well, let, let me see what you program. Check that. Oh, that looks perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and, like, this, the next one we're doing – because we, 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 like, co-programmed the last class. This next one we're doing is all all him. He's, he's programmed the whole thing. Nice. So it's – you know, we're working that class, and there'll there'll be some where you know it's it's all me doing it, and then there'll be some where it's all him doing it, and we'll 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 work all that out, that kind of cooperation. Yeah. Um, but that that's ultimately, you know, so that like uh, f so that the the community is served, because right. if if it was well, the class only happens when I'm around. That's not serving the community. Right. And that's what I've been wanting to build is a steel mace community, because we have this one on Instagram. That's really cool. Yes, and you meet a lot of really cool people, uh, but the, 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 but we're humans like to think 
that that the social interaction on social media is the same as face to face, but yeah, it's it not. Doesn't count. You're you're interacting with with a face on a screen. You're not interacting with an actual person. Right. So, I wanted to take. I wanted to build the, the same kind of togetherness I felt at an Onnit certification or at a Steel Mace Flow workshop or or, any, or just like hanging out yeah. with people right. who do mace. I I want like I want that to exist in New York City, especially New York City because it's such an isolating place. Like everyone everyone's got blinders on. Yeah. And I mean I, I my energy shifts when I'm there yeah. too. My my girlfriend and I notice it like when we're driving out I'll just be like. Do you feel different? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I feel different. Before we're even, like, we're halfway down the turnpike, and we already feel it different just, for getting out of there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just that that energy leaving. A uh, funny thing that you, that you just jogged my memory. When I went to the Onnit certification, I already knew what you looked like from Instagram. So I forgot something. I was headed back to my truck, parked down the street, and you were walking past me, and you had those blinders on there. Oh, yeah? You were just like, <laughs> and And I was like, I know he's not that mean. I know he's not that mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I and definitely... Then, and then inside, I was, I was, I was like kind of talking on the peripheral, and you you reached across, hey, I'm Ben. I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> and I was like, see, I knew he was nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I think I, I... That's not the first time someone said that I have, like, resting asshole <laughs> face. Uh, I, I mean, even in high school, people would think that. I'd be like, what, what are you talking about? Right. That, that's just my face, I guess... That when I'm in that con- when I'm in an environment that I don't want to be in, yeah. like high school, I was homeschooled until high school, so I knew that that high school was, if I didn't like football, I wouldn't have gone to high school in the first place. Uh-huh. So that that again was an environment that was out of alignment for me. So I guess that's just what happens is I get I get resting asshole face right. when I when I'm in an environment that's out of alignment yeah. for my life. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that that is definitely um, an amazing thing that you know your your whole perspective, your mind changes just by changing just getting down the turnpike a little bit yeah that's i i grew up in uh, north jersey and you know i'm a fireman in elizabeth it's i just connect everything to um up there being like rush rush go 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 we're going to a fire we're we're going to, you know i lived up there it was traffic all this stuff and then as soon as i come over that bridge the driscoll bridge on the parkway i'm just like Whew. yes and then you know i start driving a little slower i'm a little bit more like yeah, I'm just gonna get get home and just go hang out, and it's true, you know. That I was doing a show in uh, on Hilton Head Island, um, in South Carolina, and we had a day off, and we went to Savannah, Georgia, and we went to this restaurant that was really nice Southern family style restaurant. All the food was great. It was cash only though, and none mm-hmm. of us had cash. So the guy, was like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. Sit down. And like all us New Yorkers, are like, no, how do I pay you? How, I need to know now how I'm gonna pay. And he's like. Figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like that's the difference is the, put a whole bunch of New Yorkers in in the South and you see yeah the di- the difference in uh in intensity yeah intensity yeah right that's what it is yeah. and I even I experienced that like I had a a weekend it was like that really hot weekend recently yeah where out of necessity I didn't do much but I realized in that weekend that I'd been running at either a ten or a one recently where i was either going yes everything's amazing or i was a zombie and i found a five that weekend oh my gosh it felt so good i was like oh this is this is what neutral feels like wow 
I need to find that some more. You know how to get there now? <laughs> yes. Okay. I got out of New York City. That's how I got there. Right. I've been feeling it today. I'm right. I'm right around a five or six today. And nice, it feels man. really nice. Good. Good. Yeah, man. Th- th- you know, this is uh, this is like epic stuff here. You know, um, what what else do you have coming down the pike with your own self, like as far as uh, steel mace coaching and everything? So the the biggest thing that I've got coming up is I am working on a steel mace workout library because um, like just looking because this is the same thing that got me started with doing these workout breakdowns on Instagram is I looked at what was out there. And I was like, what's what's not being done? Right. And what I realized is out of, I mean, out of necessity, like Eric and Leo, a lot of their stuff had had transitioned to to more marketing their like their certifications and their programs and of course it did so then they're what but so then they didn't quite have the energy to to put into the instructional stuff that they used to do so i saw that and i was like oh that's that's where i can fit in because i see myself as an educator already yeah like that's what i like all all of my my sessions that i do with people are set up as lessons like a skill, they I, I've always got a skill that I want to teach them, and then incorporate that into the workout. So I thought, oh, well, this this is my opportunity. This is what I'll do. So I started immediately, speed of implementation, and putting these workouts out. And then looking around, I like I remembered when I first started with the mace before I even got certified. There were you know a handful of workouts on YouTube, and and the stuff that you could cobble together from Instagram, but there weren't that many people on Instagram doing it at that point. And I realized like one of the things like people always tell me is how fun my workouts are. Right. And I thought, well, this is, this is the next, the next thing where it's something that, that we don't have is, is a bunch of workouts that are done for you. There's beautiful, there's beautiful, uh, growth in having to in having to do your own, and that was that was how I grew. It's really it's how I got as good as I am at the mace, is is by exploring on myself and using these workouts to to get me there. Right. So that's really my goal with with this library is for people to have always have access to a workout, so you don't have to spend your energy. Uh, creating one out of thin air or spending, spend all that time on Instagram, like taking that move and that move and that move. Um, it'll be like the same structure as what I do on Instagram, but longer. Right. And uh, my goal is 50 workouts in this workout library. And then I'm going to put it out there <laughs> so that one, people have, have access to these workouts and two, to make people better because these workouts are going to be challenging. There's going to be and there's going to be like all levels ones, intermediate ones, advanced ones. Like I want people to to be able to use these to grow their own practice and turn them into better mace artists because that's ultimately how I became one is by workouts like this. So I'm going to put that out there for the for the community yeah. to help raise the vibration. That would be awesome. Do you have a timeline on that? September, beginning of September is my goal. Really? For getting this out okay, there. Yeah. so pretty soon. I don't fuck around. All I'm right. going for it. So, um, for, I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, because uh, I got a, a few more we got to drop, um, it's going to get close to that point. So, how do people find these workouts? Ooh, Instagram, for now, that as, as far as I, I have planned at the moment, I'll be putting more stuff out there. 
Uh, built by Ben. Built by the built underscore by underscore Ben. That's me. Um, or if you just walking through New York City and you see a guy swinging medieval weapons, that's probably me. it. Might not be me. <laughs> There's some weird shit in New York City. It's yeah, pro- it's, yeah, it's probably me though. Um, and there, there, I'm. There is more like infrastructure that I'm going to create around. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, been, I've been focusing on how I want to how I want to like talk to the people that yeah. I, that I want to to purchase this this uh, this library. Um, so as of now, Instagram, and I'm sure Instagram will eventually lead to whatever the like the point of sale is okay. for that. Yeah, the link will be right up in there. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, like before we wrap it up. Um, how about your uh, strong coaching? How do they? Ooh. Is that through Instagram too? Yes. If or if you go to thestrongcoach.com, there's there's information there. You can fill out a uh, an intake form, or you can book a discovery call with me or Danny. Um, there's also a link in my Instagram bio for discovery calls because I do do remote coaching. Uh-huh. So if if someone wants wants to do like on, online work with the mace, I can do that. Or if you just want to talk on the phone, I've got a, I've got a client who works at a corporate job and I know nothing about working at a corporate job, but I coached him to a promotion recently. Yeah. It's so like that. Like I'm, I'm able to do that kind of stuff yeah, as well. All cool, because man. all through what I learned in the strong coach, I had no idea yeah, that and, that was something. Sometimes you need somebody outside of the industry, outside of all that with fresh eyes looking in. I mean, yeah. everybody gets that same fog of war, so to speak being in it so that's that's not a bad idea yeah so if, if any mean, if anyone listening you like you like what i'm saying and you want to talk more there's a link in my instagram bio get a free discovery call and we can chat and and see what's see what's going on in your life and see how i can support you because i'm here for the support of all ben is here for you so um and then um what else what else facebook don't really don't do don't have much on Facebook. It's mostly Instagram. Um, but you know, I'm always always looking to 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 a, a expand my reach of people. So, like through Instagram is how I talk about the class. So if you look on my Instagram and you're in New York City, class is on Thursday, six thirty. Come check it out. Shoot me a message to let me know you're coming. I'd love to see you there. Um, and then also, if you want if you want the one on one treatment, I. I have plenty of time open for that as well, so uh, that can all you can do all that contact through Instagram. It's weird how like the whole my whole business revolves around Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, so, everything revolves. I've around made Instagram. so so many connections yeah. off of that. It's it's crazy. I know. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. So, yeah, and I mean, hey, if you're any any uh, any West Coast folk down in uh, Southern California, I'm going to be out there in uh, in November through christmas so if you're looking to looking to get some steel mace in hit me up and we'll we'll get something started yeah that sounds awesome and they can get some of that east coast influence yes bring right? the east coast style to the west coast and then and then the east and the west coast will just be all twisted together yeah and it'll be like a it'll be a big what the a fuck crazy and... socal dragon chimera of steel mace <laughs> yes there you go <laughs> that sounds scary all right everybody thanks for tuning into the podcast um again ben walker at built by ben And uh, we'll be seeing you at the next one. Talk to you later.